Monday morning, Tuba'av, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Echanishmasa Rav Zeb, Nebiosavalevi, and Lezechanishmas Esther Basavalevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with morning chizuk. Good morning. Tuba'av, the 15th of Av, holds special significance in the Jewish calendar. There are a number of reasons for this. It's celebrated as a minor festival. Tachnun is not said. After the Chetam Araglim, the sin of the spies, Hashem decreed that every male between the ages of 20 and 60 would die in the Midbar. Every year, on the 9th of Av, all men in that age group would dig graves, lie down in their graves, and await their death. All those who remained alive at the end of the day would repeat this practice the following year. However, in the 40th year in the desert, the last 15,000 people who got ready to die that year on the 9th of Av arose the next day. Every subsequent night, they once again lay down in their graves, thinking that they might have miscalculated the date. On the 15th of Av, Tuba Av, when the full moon appeared, they understood that Klau Yisrael had finally been forgiven. After Yeruvim split the kingdom of Israel, he posted guards along the roads leading to Yerushalayim. He wanted to prevent the people from going up to the holy city for the Shlosh Regalim, the three pilgrim festivals. Hoshea ben Ela, the last king of Israel, wanted to repair this split to allow the people to make the three annual pilgrimages to Yerushalayim. On the day of Tuba Av, Hoshea's removal of the guards was a great cause for celebration. At the outset, when Bayesheni was rebuilt, it was very difficult to find the wood needed for the Mizbeach. The wood had to be collected from afar before the cold and the dampness set in, making the wood wormy and useless. The last day the wood was gathered was Tuba'av. It was a festive occasion each year when the quota was filled by that day. Long after the event, the Romans finally granted permission on Tuba'av to bury the bodies of those who had been killed in the defense of Betar. Following the case of the daughters of Tzlovchad, the daughters who inherited from their father when there were no sons, were forbidden to marry someone from a different tribe. Similarly, after the incident of the Pelegish Begiva, stated in Shoftim, the children of Israel swore not to allow their daughters to marry anyone from the Shevet Binyamin. Each of these prohibitions was lifted on Tuba'av. It was cause for great happiness as the women were free to marry any man from any tribe. Over the generations, this day has been presented in Mesechta Tainus as a day devoted to marriage. Chazal tell us that on Tuba'av, the daughters of Yushalayim would go out and dance in the vineyards. They would be dressed in borrowed white dresses so as not to embarrass those who didn't have. The potential chasonim, the bridegrooms, would look on and choose a mate. Hagoiner of Shlomo Zaman Orbach offers an insightful perspective on the idea of inveagefen beinveagefen. He explains that just as a grown grapevine can't stand on its own, it has to lean on trees or other means of support, so too a marriage is not self-sufficient. The new couple must lean on their forebears who preceded them to attain the guidance and support. Fortunate are those, he advises, who can establish their futures 
on the foundations of the past. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. <laughs>